Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Hello, Freedom Sisters and listeners. I am so glad that you joined me here today for the Freedom Challenge Online. Welcome. Today is a bonus episode that is kicking off our Kathy Anderson Scholarship Fund campaign. So for the entire month of October, we will be honoring the life and the legacy of Kathy Anderson, the visionary and the founder of the Freedom Challenge who transitioned to heaven five years ago in December. To that end, we will be focusing on telling the creation story of the Freedom Challenge that will be raising funds for the Kathy Anderson Scholarship Fund. Now, these funds will help women from all ages and all backgrounds with the registration fee to actually participate in the Freedom Challenge. These challenges are life transformational experiences, and we don't want anyone to miss out. The personal growth that happens in women was really what Kathy's passion was when she founded the Freedom Challenge. This scholarship fund was started in her honor, and you can find the application on our website at thefreedomchallenge.com. Now today, I welcome Mark Anderson, and listen, ladies, and a few men, I'm sure, this is the first male that we have had on the podcast, so I'm actually very excited to kick off this bonus episode with Mark. And Mark had the front row seat of the download of this vision of Freedom Challenge. So Mark, welcome to the podcast. And can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you remember about the creation story of the Freedom Challenge? Yes, thank you, Tracy. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, Kathy and I were married for almost 34 years, and uh, most of that time we enjoyed hiking together. It's, In fact, uh, I found Jesus and the Sierras as a 16-year-old, and so mm-hmm. ever since I was a teenager, um, I always equated hiking with finding the Lord and deepening my own spiritual uh, walk. So mm-hmm. it, uh, Kathy and I just always loved hiking. Um, but she had a challenge, uh, and that was a fear of heights. And, um, I, I did not have that fear. Uh, so, um, uh, she asked if I would take her up to the top of Mount Whitney. We attempted several times. This was, um, the most recent one was in 2010 and she finally made it. And that's, that was quite a story. But, um, she was a trooper. She was fearless uh, and faced her fears. And I, I will always admire her for that. Yeah. And so just like on the practical, because some people might not even know what a big deal Mount Whitney is. Do you have the stats on that, Mark? Because I I mean, I, I really have a desire to do it myself. I have not. But yeah, what are the stats Mount Whitney on that? Is the, it's the tallest peak uh, in the continent, on the continental uh, contiguous states. There are other 14,000-plus mountains, most of them are in Colorado. But the highest one um, in the contiguous states uh, uh, is Mount Whitney, and it's 14, just over 14,500, close to 14,600 feet. And um, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. I've heard that. So, woo! I 
I get excited just thinking about that. And for those of you who are listening, the reason that we chose the month of October to share about the life and the legacy of Kathy and to have her family and those who knew her well share about this journey in this month is because this was the time frame. I think it was September you did this hike and then God began giving her this vision in October. So here we are in this month that God was downloading this vision to her. So you talked a little bit about Kathy's fear of heights. And, um, you know, this is like true for many of us. I, I, do, I don't know a whole lot of people who don't have that fear. Um, so I know that it's, it's true to a lot of humans. But I have heard this quote. It's what stands in the way is often the way. And so certainly this proved to be true with Kathy in her persistence to overcome this fear and also the vision of freedom challenge. So you witnessed this struggle and overcoming firsthand. I'd love for you to give us some texture to that story. Like what was it like? And, you know, what did you experience in that very real fear? Well, she she really uh, realized that she needed to conquer it. We were at Forest Home at a, at a conference and the speaker uh Asked the audience, where are you allowing your fears to stifle your faith? Mm-hmm. And that really stuck with her. And, and on the way home from that conference, um, she said, you know, I really believe that, that God wants me to overcome my fear of heights and uh, because it is stifling to, to my faith. And uh, so we, we've got to try Whitney again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was the that was the context um, that set us off on on our journey. To finally uh, get to the top of Whitney together at the end of September of uh, of 2010, and um, it was it was quite um, it was quite an adventure. The last few miles are very narrow switchbacks, and she actually just put her head down and grabbed me around the waist, mm. and and just bawling, tears falling, um, begged me to just get her to the top. And, uh, but for quite a ways, she just couldn't look down. It's pretty sheer, uh, drop offs, uh, near the top of Whitney. Um, but she did it and it was, uh, it was, uh, just pure joy to, to, to be with her, uh, as she felt like she really was obedient to God at that moment in a very specific way and that somehow God was going to use it to, to deepen her faith. Yeah. And I think it sets the tone, like the seed deposited for this place of vulnerability that often becomes the greatest place that God works from. And I'm just reflecting, you know, Mark, you know my journey. We've known each other for a while and I I loved Kathy so dearly. She's a part of my story of overcoming as well. And although I didn't share the fear of heights, I've done like skydiving and bungee jumping. Like that's just not my issue. I actually did have other things that I drew upon from Kathy's story in my original yes. And so I think that that vulnerability and, um, you know, press, even how she did that in community with you, she needed someone else there with her. She needed the courage of, you know, the Holy Spirit. She needed her own courage to say yes. And then she had you with her. There was something so beautiful. And when I really think about that core element, it is what we have kept in the Freedom Challenge, we have a statement, you know, it's it's do good, which is ba- that basic doing justice. So it's for a purpose. And then do more than you ever thought possible. Again, that's exactly what Kathy was doing. And then do it together, connecting with people with a heart for a hurting world. And that was she was doing it with you. 
and sharing that. So the heart of that has really stayed put from that story. So I love that. Wanted to connect that back. Well, you're so you're so right about that, and I'm just so thankful to uh, Operation Mobilization and to you personally, Tracy, as the executive director, for keeping that original um, intent, keeping the original uh, uh, purpose of of the um, of the uh, ministry um, at that point of transforming lives, changing lives, and OM connected it helped us con- to connect it with how that could free people from the, the bondage of, of uh, human trafficking. Yeah. Uh, but, but she, he was received a very specific word from the Lord as we were driving home from, from the mountain. And uh, we were about in Lone Pine and a very quiet. And it was, there it was, it was just the two of us. And, and all of a sudden she looks at me and she says, I need to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I need to take women to free the oppressed. And it was just this random statement uh, with no context that, that, and the look in her eye, I knew that it was some kind of a very powerful uh, divine moment. And um, (laughs) for the Mm -hmm. decades that we had been married, um, as much as we love the Lord and have been faithfully attending church and trying to raise our kids in a Christian home, uh, we neither one of us had ever experienced anything like that before. Mm, yeah, it was powerful. It it is. I I can imagine. I think you said you were driving back from this, but you know, if anyone knew Kathy, you knew those eyes—the eyes you're talking about. They like tell you yes. this. <laughs> this is happening, and you know, Mark. You know, back to my story overlaid with this. Part of why I delayed even telling Kathy all those years ago, I think I'd like to do this is because I knew that the minute I did, the the, the eyes of you're going would happen. And I'm so glad that <laughs> I, I did do that. But um, wow. And, you know, being in that moment, that download moment, I mean, it's kind of holy ground, right? You're, you're, you're yes, seeing. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell more about that. Like, because I think. As you share, something I notice about our lives is sometimes the natural, granular way that God comes to us with something he has for us. It's just this every day, you know, I'm sitting in a car. I just experienced something, but it's holy ground. You know, there wasn't an angel who came down, but she just had that knowing. And so did you. So I just a little bit more about that would be great. Well, as I said, uh, it, it was a, a quiet drive through very um, peaceful open country, and and um, it just came out of nowhere. There was no com- ongoing conversation that set that moment up, and so I obviously she had been thinking and praying about um, how God might use the experience of facing her fears and obediently overcoming those fears what God was going to do with it. But uh, I doubt that she had any idea that it would uh, take her uh, to Mount Kilimanjaro and launch a ministry um, now almost 10 years ago mm-hmm. that would have the impact that the Freedom Challenge has had. Yeah. Um, fortunately, wow. we knew some people that we, that we trusted with the download. As soon as we got home, we called our dear friends, Rick and Kathy Hicks. Rick Hicks at the time was the president of Operation Mobilization, 
USA. And um, I was familiar with the, the ministry because I had done some consulting with, with operation mobilization on a professional level as an estate planning attorney. And so we had a friendship and uh, I knew that Rick and Kathy would want to hear the story mm. and would want to uh, pray with us over over it. I love that. I imagine, you know, that that time of, of just you were perceiving, you know, I think this is going to happen. This is going to require some life change or some pivots, which it did. It required of Kathy, of you to, to really pivot your direction, the things that you said yes to in order to accomplish this. But what, just a little bit more, what were you perceiving was Kathy's why? Like, what was the drive behind that? You know, we said little bits and pieces, but like, if you could wrap it into a sentence, like, what was her why? Initially, the why was strictly obedience. Uh, But as we talked about the specific um, message that God gave her, uh, and we began to understand the fact that, that that there is widespread oppression in the form mm. of slavery, human trafficking, um, and that this is something that's been a scourge on humanity since the beginning of time, that that this was something that, that um, we knew would change both of our lives. Mm. And um, so very early on, she uh, she researched the issues and with the help of Ricky Kathy Hicks, realized that that there were already missionaries around the world that were working um, uh, on the fringes of these people and, and sometimes very directly in, in the community with these people who are, are at risk, primarily women and children, who are mm-hmm. at risk of getting caught up in the, in, in the human trafficking. Yeah, I know one book, and we will put this book in our show notes as well, she read and really passed on a lot that was very educational was half the sky. And that really gave a snapshot about the global issue. And it is it is kind of what I know to be true about the story. And I, and I, I want to check in with you about this, that it was always meant to be for the world, an international expression. You know, although the women of the U.S. were important, and Kathy was from the U.S., and she cared about the church in the U.S., she also saw the world and the global impact. And so from day one, you know, maybe that's even why God brought you to OM, to Operation Mobilization, and connected the two was because of of that yeah. deposit. You know, talk a little bit more about that and maybe a little bit about Operation Mobilization and why that became sort of the incubator for this vision. Sure. Well, um, the, the friendship with Rick and Kathy had been established um, for, for many, many years, long before Rick and Kathy ended up at Operation Mobilization. They were on staff at Forest Home, and Kathy mm-hmm. and I, like many parents, regularly took our kids to camp there because um, it just ministered to us so powerfully um, in in giving us opportunities to attend seminars on parenting, Mm -hmm. on on keeping our marriage healthy. And uh, so uh, looking back, looking at the tapestry of of relationships that God weaved together for all of this to have to come together is, is something that only God can do. Yeah, and and in addition to the obedience to that to the ministry, Kathy really realized that she herself had been transformed through that experience, and she wanted, I think, 
to challenge other women to face their fears. And so from the very beginning, it was, it was she saw that this was a two-pronged uh, mm-hmm. ministry that God wanted to not only use uh, Freedom Challenge to raise resources, to 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 raise visibility to to the the plight of women and children around the world, but God also wanted to to change the the lives of the climbers mm-hmm. and deepen their faith and help them overcome their fears and have greater impact in their communities. And early on, most of the climbers were were U.S. women, and now, of course, they're they're women all over the world. And yeah. I think if you talk to any of those women who have who have, who have agreed to to climb, they would tell you that. Uh, their lives were radically transformed. Their faith deepened and their hearts for ministry um, expanded. Yes, for sure. I, I would say what's notable to me is, you know, it gets in your blood and you don't really know unless you go. It's sort of this mystery. It looks intriguing. Yeah. And then you go and you go, whoa, what happened to me? And then all of a sudden you're, be, you're a part of a movement of love. And you didn't even know you were signing up for a movement of the heart and of the world. And that's what's powerful about it. And as it has to do with Operation Mobilization, and those of you who are listening, Operation Mobilization is a, what is it, 60 years now? Um, is yes. that right? Yeah, 60 years of very innovative, going to the least reached places in the world, establishing vibrant communities. Um, it's It's quite a remarkable organization. So, even the fact that Operation Mobilization incubated Freedom Challenge was so much like its DNA to take on new things, to see um, new ways to connect people to the world. And in this case, this was a remarkable way to connect women and engage them in the heart of this ministry. And to your point about, you know, reaching the world, we have now really narrowed our focuses within Operation Mobilization to be focused on prevention, which is huge. You know, if we can prevent a vulnerable woman or child from going down this path of destruction and and empower them with new ways, it's beautiful. And then development, this economic empowerment, as well as rescue and restoration, which are very important. They go hand in hand. I know all of those things were in Kathy's heart because I heard her talk about them. And she she educated me on so many of these things. So I feel like um, the connection with Operation Mobilization early on, I think about this, Mark, this organization taking on 47 women going to Kilimanjaro, you know, just the yes to that, right, is pretty yes. huge. It's, I mean, if you just think about the logistics that it took. It was, it was something unbelievable uh, in, in the context of, of, of an international missions agency uh, when you consider the logistics of just making that happen, it reminds me so much of of, of the, how the ship ministry got started. George Verwer, the yes. founder, just basically believed that there's got to be a better way to get to get God's word into the hands of people around the world than than smuggling them uh, in vehicles, which which he personally <laughs> participated in and, yes. and ended up getting arrested in Russia. But that's another story. It's <laughs> so. Th- Today, we have this huge ship that is a floating Christian yes. bookstore that has ministered to millions and millions of people around the world. And uh, so George really is a pioneer. And while he was um, not directly involved in, in, in the decision to 
to um, uh, launch Freedom Challenge, he very quickly, early on, applauded it and and uh, uh, thought it was just a fantastic um, yeah. new yeah. ministry that, that uh, OM was the right ministry to get behind it and, yeah. and, and support it and encourage it. Yeah, I, it, it's so true. I think just that DNA of his heart deposited into the ways that OM moves forward. It was a hand in hat, hand fit with Freedom Challenge and the, the innovation, the risk, the wow, what's this all about? Because it did make a world record. Do you, what are, you yes. know, the stats on that? Like, that's pretty phenomenal. Yes, it, it did make the Guinness Book world records for the most number of women to, to summit Kilimanjaro in, in one track and the highest percentage of, of, of uh, climbers who succeeded. Normally, uh, I believe the success ratio in any given group is, uh, you know, about half of the people make it and half don't. But mm-hmm. uh, all but three people of those 48 women, I think um, 45 of them managed to summit all the way. It was, it was an astounding experience. Astounding. I can imagine what you felt like back at home, you and, and, and the kids, knowing what it took to get her up Mount Whitney, seeing this transformation, and then waiting for the materializing of this vision to to be birthed in 2012. And you said earlier, we're almost at the 10-year anniversary, which will be in 2022. And this month, the month of October, we actually opened registration for the 10-year anniversary challenge Back to Mount Kilimanjaro, back to those roots. So excited about it. It'll give the women two years to get ready for that 10-year anniversary challenge. Can you believe that, Mark? In 2022, it is 10 years. It just goes so fast. It and, goes so uh, fast. I'm so thankful to God that he's he's in control of it all. He's in <laughs> control. And with that, I, I want to um, just ask you a little bit about, you know, not only did Kathy say yes and have this potent why, but you all, you had to say yes as husband, your kids, you know, at the time, I think you had a few grandkids, maybe one, but it really did impact your life. So talk about that. How does the Freedom Challenge not just impact and transform the woman and the world that we, we send these funds to, but actually the environment of the family? And the partners that um, are with the woman going. Well, I'll tell you what she uh, she ne- needed to travel the world to to as part of the launching effort and introduce this ministry to the leaders, OM leaders around the world. Um, so she traveled a, a great deal. She uh, had a lot of meetings. Um, it was all consuming to communicate. Um, with the OM team that was being pulled together and um, decide where they're going to go and how, how to get everybody um, up that mountain. Mm-hmm. And um, so there were, um, and then at home, when she was home, we were hiking every day. So the <laughs> whole family was involved in, in, in her preparing physically. And of course the prayer support and the financial support um, was, was fairly significant as well. Yeah. For me, on a personal level, I just missed having my wife around. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do so well. Yes, my kids, mm-hmm. I don't do so well when mom's away. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
and uh, so it, it was it was hard to, to um, for me to to um, to have her away as much as she was. But I knew that this was God's work, and that my part of it was releasing her mm. so that she could be obedient to His calling. Wow. So there is a rele- there's a real sacrifice piece of releasing. It, it's- oh, absolutely! It's it's like you know the 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 spouses of our troops who have to mm. stay behind when their uh, husbands and wives are deployed. It's 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 uh, it's a huge service to our country, and mm-hmm. and it's very much like that. I think. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for your honesty. And there's something be- <laughs> there's something beautiful, and I've talked. You know. You'll know, you'll know this because you, you, in those early years, you knew people who would go with Kathy and, you know, I've talked to, um, moms who have felt guilt in going, leaving their kids and trusting their husband to do the practicals of the home. And then coming to the, um, realization that it is early training for your children or those that you love that there is a sacrifice in the things that we give to God. And I think about the terms that Kathy used to use, which were, this is a symbolic gesture. I would even frame it as a living sacrifice and holy and acceptable to the Lord. Women are not just writing a check. They are actually putting themselves on the offering plate. That's a big deal. And so the whole family sees that. And learns yes. from that, and that was she. She uh, wanted that, and still to this day, I believe, is <laughs> from heaven encouraging women to get out there, mm-hmm. overcome their fears, allow Jesus to to change their hearts and their minds through through the the um, not just the fear, but the physical pain of training and mm-hmm. getting up to that mountain. Yeah, um, trusting in your family and friends to be there with you financially, spiritually, uh, everything else. Um, in her mind, there's nothing like it. And, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that as a believer. Um, uh, all of us are called to extend ourselves, mm-hmm. as you put it, to, to offer ourselves a living sacrifice in whatever way we believe God is calling us to do mm-hmm. that. And that just happened to be uh, um, the specific way in which God wanted to use her yes. um, in the last years of her life. That's beautiful. And speaking of the last years of her life, we're getting on the five-year anniversary passing of this person that I love so much, you love so much, um, going to heaven. It was December 22nd. Is that true? That's right. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Five years ago, transitioning to heaven. We miss her so much. I don't know that there's many days that pass that I don't think about her life and how it impacted me, how it impacted so many things that I do. And um, it has always been in my heart to keep when I when I said yes to this, it'll be four years in April. So we're about three and a half years. I really felt like keeping her legacy alive, keeping this story alive annually was important. And you and I, um, I think it was about two and a half years ago, talked and said, you know, what would most honor Kathy? And so we together started this Kathy Anderson Scholarship Fund, which would go to women of varying backgrounds that would not have potentially the personal funding to get to a challenge, but would be willing 
to work hard, to use their voice, to train, to raise funds for the mission that we would help support those women to come through this scholarship fund. I think, um, I know that this is important to you and to your family, but why do you think that would be important to Kathy? Well, because it's really the only way in which uh, women around the world, many women around the world can can ever hope to, to participate. There is a financial cost yeah. uh, to, to make this happen. And, um, you know, many women uh, just... That that's 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 a barrier. They can't even begin to th- consider how it might change their lives be- because they can't begin to consider uh, how they're going to um, financially make that happen. So that's why I know that um, Kathy wouldn't want anything to get in the way of any woman anywhere from any country um, if, if called by God to to be part of this movement mm-hmm. to be able to do it. And so. Um, we're committed. Um, my kids and I, uh, we all uh, knew that her heart was all about uh, transforming these women who, who say yes, um, mm-hmm. as well as the, the, um, the resources that are raised and, and the impact that, that those resources have around the world yeah. uh, in the various ministries. But um, we knew that this was where her heart beat strongest. And so, yeah. We we want to continue to do everything we can. We believe that's a huge part of her legacy, who she was. Yeah. And so, you know, to keep her memory alive and to continue to to um, fuel that, that uh, calling that God had on her life and yeah. see to it that that, that that can continue for the generations that come. That's really what it's all about. So we're, we're excited to be a part of it, Tracy, and appreciate so much all that you've done to make that happen. Yeah, and through these last couple of years, there have been thousands of dollars that have gone out to a lot of younger women, which is really exciting, women from different countries, women from different backgrounds that have been able to utilize those scholarship funds, and all of them always have such just this heartfelt thank you for making that happen. So this year, we're actually seeking in the month of October, for all of you who are listening, it is our goal to raise $20,000. We want to really be able to lean heavily into our John Muir Trail um, relay trail that's happening uh, summer of 2021 and the anniversary Kilimanjaro um, event in 2022. So we're thinking out ahead, knowing that there's going to be a lot of women who want to be a part. So if you would like to give to that, you can go into the link in our show notes. You can go to our website. You'll see the Kathy Anderson Scholarship Fund. And let's just take care of that. It's $20,000 and it's going to make a big impact in the next year to come. So Mark, I just want to close with my heartfelt thank you to you and your family. There hasn't been a time that I have taken this challenge that I have not felt supported and encouraged by you. And that is even preceding it. Um, I think back to going to India. Um, Your wife was going with us and just at the last minute she wasn't going to go. And I remember the two of you going, go anyways. And you have always been a cheerleader for my involvement in these things. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being a kingdom thinker, a kingdom builder. You are a good man and I am thankful to know you and your family. Well, thank you, Tracy. Feelings mutual. Very much so. Uh, Thank you. And thank you for being the best and only male podcaster thus far. It is is great. You did a great job. 
<laughs> so well, thank you. Yeah. So listeners, thank you for being with us today. And until next time, let's do good, help free enslaved women and children. Let's do more than you ever thought physically possible and do it together, connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.